This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Without uh, much ado and without much of an introduction, I'm really uh, going to bring you into a conversation with Ntati Murasi, who is, of course, the Minister of Information, Communication, Science, Technology and Innovation in Lesotho. And we've been engaging with, you know, authorities in Lesotho for a while now on this particular show, uh, because we've, 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 of course, Lesotho is a neighbor and Lesotho is an important neighbor. And Lesotho, of course, uh, is a country that, um, you know, amongst others, um, if you know the historical context, you will understand that the historical context of Lesotho and South Africa are intertwined. So let me bring the the uh, Minister of Information, Communication, Science, Technology and Innovation into the conversation here to speak about, you know, um, on some issues broadly about what's been going on and, and just updating us on what's been going on in Lesotho. Where does Lesotho find itself in the world today? Um, minister, welcome to Power 98.7. How are you, Minister? I am good. Thank you so much. And uh, good evening to you and your listeners. It's an, it's Thank an, you for the invitation. It's an absolute, it's an absolute pleasure, Minister. And and a few weeks ago, I was saying, you know, um, Lesotho had had uh, elections, national elections, some time ago, not too far ago, and you know there were interesting elections. And so, you know, in, Lesotho is going through an interesting time, um, and and it's 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 and I, and I think and I think not just an interesting time, but a lot of change happening in Lesotho. Minister, if 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 I just broadly broadly ask you um, a, a a rather broad question, um, where 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 has the new government, where has the new administration, wanted to place Lesotho in the world? Where where because because ultimately you know a new administration, relatively a really really new administration, lots of energy there. Um, what what's the vision for where Lesotho wants to be? In the world, um, <laughs> that's a, that's rather a broad one, but yeah. I'll, I'll attempt nonetheless. Sure. To say that we came into government in November last year. Yeah. We are still under a year. Yeah. Old. Should be about seven months, seven, six months, seven months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can say that. Mm. Um. So we we came in with a vision. Mm. To change things around, yeah, we we felt that Lesotho needed to transform deeply mm. for its people. Remember, we are only two million people. Mm. Um, we have enough natural resources, but something was not adding up mm. all along. Yeah, why Lesotho is still counted among the least developed countries? Mm. Yet it has so many resources, natural resources. Mm. The population is not small. Yeah. So we, we, we established a party that is focusing on how we can revolutionize the way of doing things, yeah. how we can come up with radical ways of, of development, of economic development, of sustainable development. Mm. And it, it, it's been a very hard journey because... It's been a very hard hard journey sure sure 
because we inherited a country with lots and lots of problems, economic yeah. problems, um, financial problems. So we came in and we we are trying to turn things around. Mm. So if you ask me where we want to see Lesotho in the world, mm. I would say Lesotho should become an economic hub, mm. a manufacturing country. Uh, we are already we've already positioned ourselves over the years as a country that uh, produces the most textiles. Yeah. And we 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 now have are known for the water resource. Yeah. You know the relationship with Lesotho and South Africa is that we're selling water to South Africa. We've gone through the first dam. It's done. We mm. are now just about uh, starting to construct the second dam, Pudihadi. Mm. And um, this is our white diamond, but we also have the real diamonds, mm. the stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we see that industry also growing, the mines also growing. So that's, that's the direction that the city is taking. But if you look at the fact that we already have this natural resource named water. Yeah. We want to also have hydro power. Yeah. We want to have energy that we can that can serve the whole country, but also be able to sell it to other countries mm. like South Africa. Maybe we can be a solution for <laughs> for the load setting. <laughs> minister, you know, you know, tongue in, tongue in cheek, Minister. I wanted to say when 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 our authorities come and ask you for 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 electricity and power, please say yes. Please say absolutely, we will provide it. We know what load shedding we, we, is we, here. We are, we are positioning ourselves for that. Mm. Uh, it won't be too long until we, we <laughs> say to you, no, anytime, talk to us, let's talk. Mm. Because we've got plenty of water to be able to generate power like that. Mm. We've got plenty of wind in this country. Mm. We've got plenty of sun. We yeah. we, we are blessed like that. And mm. um, we, we are the regime that says... These are the resources that we have to turn into economy. Yeah. We have to improve our economy through this type of resources. And, and that's where we are. And South Africa is an, is an absolute example of, of what you could do with hydro, wind and, and, and solar energy. Minister, just, just on that particular aspect, wh- why with, with the water resources you have and, 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 and just laboring this particular point because you raised it, why has Lesotho not moved into that specific space of hydropower, for example, with, with the kind of, like you say, we are blessed with, with two diamonds, one being the water and, and the real diamond in essence. Um, why has Lesotho not moved into that hydropower space, that wind power space, the sun space in, in, previous, in previous years so that, you know, when, when we hit rock bottom as we have with ESCOM, you know, you potentially could have been in a position to to say hey you know we're okay you know here uh, what what why is that sector not developed in Lesotho I would say it, it, some work has been started mm. with the with the, with the, the first dam mm. and and we do have power that we consume in the country coming from from that yeah but i think it was initially not to the full capacity of even of the country mm. We still have to buy sure. electricity as well from other countries, yeah. from South Africa and from Mozambique. But mm. 
right now we are saying, okay, let's be energy sufficient mm. and have have enough energy to sell. So the thinking maybe in the beginning it was just to serve a certain community. Sure. But now those building blocks have to be expanded into mm. more profitable outcomes. Mm. And that's where we are now. That's what we are thinking about. That's what we are working on now. Mm. And the type of conversations that we are having now with our neighbors, like South Africa and other countries, mm. is that um, we, we just need to invest more on the hydropower uh, and, and even the wind power mm. and the solar to mm. ensure that we are self-sufficient and we are able to make money out of this. Sure. Minister, the, 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 and, and you've spoken to the Revolutionary for Prosperity Party, um, the RFP. Uh, you spoke briefly and you said, when, when we established this, this is what we wanted to do. At that particular point, I remember that uh, Matakane also said, at that particular point, he said, we want to do a few things as, as this new incoming government. We want, we want to turn around the economy. We want to depolitize the country's security establishment, the security forces. Uh, want to deal with corruption, rooting it out completely. Uh, and, and we want to, he's, when, when the campaigning was happening, um, halting Lesotho's recent political instability. Those are four important and, and high-level, you know, um, resolutions to make for, for and, and, you know, I take it we're having a conversation seven months in. When, when, when you look at those potential four, uh, you know, elements right there, as, as we would deal with them, are you making any inroads? Are those the specific, you know, items on the agenda that, you know, as a country, as a government, you, you wake up and you say, yes, we've got to do one, two and three as various departments, but as a country, this is the big mandate. Yes, um, like you're saying, seven months or eight down the line, mm. what have we done? We've been building blocks, we've mm. been reviewing laws, we've been looking at the environment, yeah. we've been um, checking what changes need, need to be done. Mm. We've been trying to push for the, the national reforms because they, 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 they promised to make a lot of changes that we've been campaigning about. So that's what we've been working on. Uh, there are some structural changes that you would see in the, for example, this is, um, uh, okay, anyway, the, the corruption unit. Mm, mm. Uh, we, we are trying to transform it. Um, we, we have employed a new person in there, mm. a capable person who is going to be the head of the corruption um, uh, unit and even the staff below that, mm. below that person. Mm. Is, a, is a competent one. We, we we really want to depoliticize the security forces, mm. and th- that's what we are, we are working on. We, I can't really divulge much on mm. the details, but that's the objective, and that's what we are doing. Mm. Um, the, the other things that seem to be bleeding the country, especially corruption, mm. we have clear strategies on how we want to uproot it, and we we, we realize how entrenched. It is already in the society, mm. in the people, in the, the, the and, and then, you know, when it's entrenched, you don't even know where to touch. Everywhere you touch, mm. there's something there that is somehow linked to something that happened in the past. And mm. we are careful to to, un, to, 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 to unearth the corruption past and present just mm. to ensure that we stop the bleeding of the economy of Lesotho. Mm. 
So we are still on those promises. But like I said, it's not an easy journey. Um, you have to first of all understand the environment, which is what we started with, understanding mm. what's going on, documenting all these malpractices that have been happening, coming up with strategies, uh, making sure that we have uh, capable people to handle issues, mm. uh, allocating budget. Remember, if we came in November, we were just at the last quarter of the, the year, mm. and our budget only passed in April. So mm. we've literally just started to operate with the budget that we, we designed, which we, we approved mm. as a new government. So uh, effectively, you can say, yes, maybe we are so many months, but if you are talking about being effective, using the budget and under, doing things as per the goals that are set, you yeah. can say you track it from April to today. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Minister, the, the, the political instability and for years that, that has sort of characterized Lesotho as well. And, and, and I think people got excited with, with the new dynamics that, that happened in Lesotho, let's say, over the last year, the emergence of, of the, the RFP and, and, and then that particular election and the huge shift that that particularly made. And, and I'm not sure whether the RFP was, was ready for that shift, whether they expected that shift or whether the people of Lesotho, you know, were ready for that particular shift. But they made that particular shift uh, willingly at, at, the, at the ballot box. And, and I suppose they made it for a particular reason. And, and, and one of those particular reasons would have been the political instability that had just ravaged their life for a long, long time. The, the government, as we have it in Lesotho at the moment, with, with the R. The RFP, uh, I think there's 56 of the 120 seats that they occupy um, in in government. And and with the alliance partners, I think it's the Alliance of Democrats and the Movement for Economic Change. Are those still to the alliance partners? Yes. yes. How, how they solidly... They are coalition partners. Yes. How, how solidly... From from the context of our coalition coalition governments, minister, and our experience, um, I'd, I'd dare to ask that 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 yours seemingly is doing pretty well and much better than ours. Uh, our coalition <laughs> governments here, what are you doing? What are you doing right that we could learn from there? But on a serious note, minister, the 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 after that was identified, and he, and Lesotho does have a history of political instability. Um, not getting enough seats to outrightly govern. Uh, you you are in that coalition with with those two particular partners. That that there there the, the are no there are no particular stress points. The the government is working. People are finding each other, uh, and and there is a, st- a a stable footprint by which all of those particular parties doesn't matter how huge they are or how small they are, that they they understand the footprint under which. Or over which they work. Well, um, the, the 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 government that you see today was mm. was chosen by Basutu. Mm. Uh, Basutu decided that this time, and I think we just ran short of the target. We are just below the target by margin because mm. Mm. I think Basutu were ready for a government that is ruled by one party. Mm. Nonetheless, the outcome is such that there is a big party with two small parties mm-hmm. that um, uh, are ruling now. And to me, I think these this two parties have been in coalitions before. Okay. <laughs> and they, okay. they have learned certain lessons from mm. maybe the practices 
that that led to to you know the the fallout of the coalition governments that they, they, these two parties have been in before. Mm. And I think it's a blessing for us that we are in a coalition with people with with parties that have been in coalitions before who who may not want to see the fallout of this coalition. So mm. I think all of us in the three the three parties that have formed government, all of us wanted to work. Mm. And we are doing everything to make sure that it works. And so far, it is a very harmonious working relationship. Mm. You would not even tell that other people are not from the same party with us. There's a mutual respect and there's a, there's a very, very high regard for the leader of the of, of, of the government, who is the prime minister. Mm. Both of these coalition parties, uh, seem to be to be respecting the leader quite 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 a lot, and that that for us is a sign that this is a coalition that is going to leave its term of five years of five years mm. um, because everyone is careful not to to, to 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 do anything that can can lead to the fallout of of this of this uh, coalition government sure. and really basutu basutu uh, this is what they wanted i mm. think basutu wanted this type of government sure w- women in women in cabinet minister uh, there's th- there's three women uh, particularly in cabinet <laughs> <laughs> well there's yourself uh, uh, and Tati Murosi there's Adelaide uh, uh, Yane, min- the, the Ministry of Finance and I think and I think that's the second uh, woman in that particular position um, Yes, 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 yes. So, so there's a, there's there's a there's a sequence of keeping the money, and and the purse strings um, run by a woman, and and that maybe works. Uh, we should we should learn that in this particular country, uh, and then there's your deputy prime minister, who also, of course, yes. is is a woman. Um, from from a woman's perspective, um, it's it's early beginnings. Are you are you happy? It's I think it's three out of fifteen. Uh, at this at this particular point, and I think the cabinet is fifteen. Yes, I, I'm I'm not happy at all with that uh, representation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not enough. But what is comforting is is the the substance behind mm-hmm. the positions that these three women mm-hmm. hold. One is the deputy prime minister, which yeah. is a groundbreaking. It has never been done in yeah. this country. This is the first time we see the deputy as a as a woman in, mm-hmm. in government. And the second one is is that finance minister, mm. and we know that everything revolves around proper financial planning. Mm. Uh, so she is minister of finance and development planning, and then we have minister of ICT, and we are in the fourth industrial revolution. We know that if we are talking about real economic development, it cannot happen outside of ICT. Mm. So I see these three women as mm. the mm. biggest pillars of. Uh, the sustainable economic growth of this country. Mm. It is true that it's a small number, but the comfort is that they are, they are all holding substantive uh, positions and they they become the pillars mm. of uh, good governance that we, we want to experience in the in this regime. Mm. I, I, yes, it is I, a start and I hope for the best, for, for an improvement in future in terms of numbers, but at least substantially, that's a good representation. Mm. 
help me help me here minister uh, 15 15 cabinet positions has that been reduced drastically from what it previously was i just don't have the number in front of me as to what the prev- previous administrations would have would have would have been having but but th- three women out of out of a cabinet of 15 would would that be a reduced cabinet in essence from this particular administration and 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 more so targeted so that it is reduced so that you know less less wastage and 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 uh, you know more more thought processes maybe going into what ultimately happens what what was the previous government like comparative to this one where where cabinet is concerned we we have reduced cabinet from 37 positions to 15 wow mm. and and the 30, I didn't know the number I didn't know the number was that huge minister it was huge but it was inclusive of deputy ministers as well oh, okay so in this in this cabinet we don't have deputies at all mm. we only have uh, ministers and um, even the principal secretaries are going to reduce from from a big number to just 15 mm. so it's a, it's a good it's a it's a very good um, uh, start mm. it's a lot of work for most of us because now we are covering many portfolios but for because we don't know anything else we will cope we'll manage mm. Minister, the 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 question of your portfolio, Minister ICT and communications and and science, technology and innovation, and 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 that particular space, and and I I was watching one of of your speeches, you know, that you would have made since becoming minister, and you were talking about the technology and communication and and three G and four G and and how Lesotho was beginning to define itself in the communication space and the technology space. Is it an uphill battle in that particular space just from, you know, where you have to start from? So, so you know, you, 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 weren't, given, you weren't given the luxury of, of much happening in that particular space. Um, is, it, is it something where uh, it's going to be a hard slog and you recognize that? And or you recognize it as a challenge, and that's the landmark, and that's the the landmark you're going to leave behind. That's the legacy you're going to leave behind because you see it from early beginnings, and and there's a capacity to do much in that particular space, or you see it as a hard slog for for the next five years. It's going to be very hard, but it will be done. Mm. Um, what makes it the hardest is because we don't want to leave anyone behind. Mm. And on ICT, the moment you're talking about not leaving anyone behind, you're talking about having uh, towers all over the country. And mm. if you look at the, the geography of of the country, the landscape, uh, it makes it very expensive to mm. even put communication towers around the country. We still have a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, places that are not covered, which where you cannot have uh, any signal because of, because of the mountains and, and, and the, the, the towers, the limitation in, in, in the towers. Mm. We still have a lot of schools that have no, 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 no network. And even those other places that have, a net, that have network, you'd find that they don't have electricity. So the challenges are, are much, much massive, and they require a lot of financial investment mm. from our government to ensure that at least we, we people have access to electricity to mm. any, or rather any type of power or energy to, to be mm. able to access 
ICT facilities easily. Mm. And then when you come to other communications, uh, the telecommunications is, is actually what I'm talking about. But mm. then when you talk about other things like optic fiber, mm. these, are, these are huge, huge projects that need, need investment mm. of, of monies that, uh, as I said, we, we need to, to struggle a bit more to make sure that we get enough to do what we aspire to do. We, mm. we still have one TV station in Lesotho and we aspire to have more channels, more TV stations mm, mm. so that the whole country can have uh, access. So the the challenges are massive. Mm. The challenges require proper budgets. The challenges require some level of capacity of experts within the country. So mm. these are the challenges on my table which I'm sitting there and trying to solve every day. Um, we are just starting our journey of digitization. Mm. We want to have e-government in the true sense of the word where all the services of the government are, are found on the electronic platform mm. as mm. opposed to being manual. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a start of a big, big journey. Mm. But we are starting now. We are just putting together the digitization strategy. And then from there, we'll take it on to make sure that if you want to apply for anything in Lesotho, everything you are able to do it online. Mm. But remember, the, the biggest challenge is that those in the rural areas might not be able to access those services once we put them on the electronic platform mm, mm, because mm. they don't have access. Not to, not compatible. To, exactly. Yeah. Yes, they don't have access. Some don't even have the smart gadgets. So these are challenges that really we sit down and battle with every day. Mm. But we, we, we are finding solutions one by one every day every step of the way hmm. and and your budgets government government departments generally you know when 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 budgets are about to happen and treasury sits there and and budget allocations happen um did 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 you get your fair share of the budget with the with the enormous task of 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 Lesotho's integration into into this information society that we're talking about uh, i know that you've got you know, some some legacy of ICT policies and strategies in place already, you would, of course, you know, um, uh, deliver your own and want to see that progressively taken forward um, so that you have a vibrant IC, ICT space. And, and, and it seems that that, that is where you want to go. Um, how, how much then of, of a hampering does, does, does a budgetary constraint in this particular case, you know, work against you or, or, you know, are you reasonably happy that what what you have is what you can work with? Uh, no, money is never enough. Uh, <laughs> and and mm. for uh, money is never enough, especially for ICT, mm. uh, for a ministry as big as ICT. Remember, we are covering ICT, communica- uh, information, communication, technology, science, uh, innovation. So, um. Uh, it's, it's uh, all of those. Me and you know that they require a uh, massive investment. And remember, this uh, technology is not static. Mm. Uh, it changes every day. This time you have this gadget, but in three years' time, it's it's almost irrelevant, and you have to change the softwares and all those. And uh, ICT is not an easy and straightforward um, uh, industry. It has to be well budgeted for. Mm. So I can't uh, be here and say 
the allocation was adequate. The, al- mm. the allocation had limitations, but with the little that we have or whatever mm. amount we have, we will try to see how we stretch it to be beneficial, to work on the priorities well, to identify priorities and ensure that we start with the priorities, which will affect many people as opposed to just a small mm. um, uh, benefit. Minister, do you find that that when you, when you talk about investment um, opportunities in Lesotho around uh, the the ICT uh, space, that that the international community is listening, that that they're excited about opportunities in Lesotho that they could get involved in. And so, you know, from a budgetary perspective, there's all, also the investment arm um, that, that you would engage in. What, is, what, what, what are pot- potential donors and, and partners suggesting to you in, this, in these early days yet of, 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 of just working on, on, the ICT, on the ICT space? The biggest gap for us is digitization. Like I mm. said, we are only just at the beginning of the journey of total digitization and ensuring mm. that we implement e-government as, as a policy and as a reality for, for accessing services in the country. And I see a lot of invest, investors and a lot of uh, development partners focusing on that to ensure that uh, we become part of the the the, the the, the society, the, the digital society, like you said, mm. we have to be part of everybody else. We have to be part of the world. And the only way you become part of this, uh, the world is, is by being online like everybody mm. else and being sustainably so. So that's what we, we are on. And that's what I think a lot of investors and potential uh, in, investors and development partners are looking at in the mm. mm. Minister, a question has come through on our WhatsApp on our WhatsApp messages here and we'll play it to you in a second. That WhatsApp WhatsApp of course to leave your, your questions and your messages oh eight three three oh three seven oh nine three. Minister, just just bear with us as we as we just play this particular question to you. Uh, let's play the question now. Wow, Denzel Tibello from Orange Farm here. Denzel, I've got goosebumps only by listening to that minister. All I can say is our prayers upon them. I mean, you can see or you can hear that their strategy is going to work. I mean, wow, from 30-something cabinet ministers to only 15, they mean businessmen. I think it's high time that we as South Africans as well, Denzel, we learn from this neighboring country of ours. Let's not be scared. Minister Murosi, um <laughs> well, <laughs> well, 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 I didn't expect that. I hadn't listened to it before because it comes through on the WhatsApp messages. Um but 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 there there's someone who says, Wow, um I'm I'm getting goosebumps by just listening to you and 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 absolutely impressed with you know the the, the time frame in which you you know the, the the changes, the drastic changes you've been able to organize in that country. For one, that that cabinet that cabinet movement from around thirty seven to fifteen is absolutely you know uh, remarkable in in any way. That that really really like he says mean shows that government means business. What do, what do you say to a comment like that? Who comes from a South African who is listening to you and 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 is and is only impressed. Yes, I think I think that's somebody who who understands uh, uh, how much having a big cabinet can actually mm. take away from money that is supposed to be going to the people, mm. or even focus. Mm. 
yes, because if you if you cut a cabinet like that and mm. all those the money that was supposed to be paying them as salaries to be for their cars for for their staff, mm. it's, it's a huge saving. Mm. It's a huge saving that if you add it up over five years, it's something that can actually transform this country. It can build bridges that are so needed in a lot of places. Mm. It can build roads that are so needed in a lot of places. So I think really the government of Lesotho is is, is on the right tra- mm. uh, track. And it's something, it's a model that other countries, I hope, will mm. be able to learn from after five years. Because right now everyone is like, hmm, <laughs> we are watching. Mm. We don't mm. know if they'll cope with such a small cabinet, with mm. such huge mandate. Mm. So we want to demonstrate to the world that uh, we, we, we are focused and we want to, we want to deliver this country mm. from, from the shackles of poverty. Minister, I've got Sefudi in Ranfontaine uh, on the line. Sefudi? Um, uh, evening, Denzel, and the minister there. How are you? I'm good, Sefudi, and how are you, man? I'm not okay, Denzel. Sure. You seem to be so collegial towards the minister whilst we are under siege by their nationals here yeah, who are, are terrorizing uh, our, our us and we are always under threat killings that are done by their nationals and they are so quiet and there's nothing that they do about it and this is now we've reached the end of our tether with mm. these terrorists from their country and and they say nothing and and they mess up our infrastructure through their illegal mining and then you know this and their nationals entitlement to our country really is really amazing and there's nothing that they've been doing about it south africans have been complaining and to them it's you know it's business as usual we buy water from them we buy everything from them but they get gold for free, some of the parties have been bankrolled through this illegal mining in South Africa. That's why they are so, their quietness is so thundering. Good evening to you. Sifudin Ranfontein. Uh, Minister Murosi, and I suppose he's talking to the, the, the latest events where, um, you know, uh, Basutu nationals were, were, were found to, you know, uh, underground. Um, 31 of them said to have have been killed in a in a in a particular mine mine gas blast, and and the the involvement between our minister of energy and the and the and the government of Lesotho in this particular regard, and then in in essence the conversation then as is as happening in South Africa at the moment about foreign nationals in general, and the conversation generally leads to you know Zimbabwean foreign nationals who are in the country. So it's a it's a massive conversation in the country at the moment, and a huge conversation at the moment. Are, are you having that particular conversation around these two particular aspects? There's there's the there's the there's the there's the, con, there's the conversation whereby there is the aspect of mining and illegal mining, and highlighted by of course what's just happened around. Uh, a mine in in Valcom. Are you are you having those those particular conversations with the South African counterparts around um, illegal mining and mining in general with with the South African authorities? Yeah. Yes, we we are. This is um, a conversation that we are having as government mm. on this issue, particularly this one of the miners that are underground mm. dead at the moment. Yeah. But I I just wanted to start by saying that 
the, Lesotho, the relationship of Lesotho and South Africa to Lesotho is very important. Our mm. relationship with the South African government is very important. As mm. you know, we only have one neighbor, which is South Africa. Mm. We cannot get to any country without mm. going through South Africa. Mm. And it's important to us to preserve cordial relations that are, are open when there are issues such that we can sit around the table because mm. we we, are, we we should relate like that. We, mm. we are bound together. These two countries are so close. The culture is so close. Everything mm. is so close. So um, it, it's unfortunate that... Um, the issue of illegal miners can be seen as something that is being supported by the government mm. uh, of Lesotho. It's, it's very unfortunate and it's very... Um, I'm trying to, to get the right words, but just to set the record straight, mm. we do not support illegal mining in South Africa. And we know that South Africa has its own ways of dealing with criminals, and if Basutu are found as criminals in South Africa, they should be dealt with. Mm. Where the South African government wants us to intervene, the doors are open, the table, the sitting, the table where we can sit and negotiate is always there. We don't have a problem with that. But just so that people can know, mm. we do not support illegal mining mm. because that is uh, bleeding the economy of that country. We have not sent anybody anywhere. We don't know those people, how they went there. Right now, the only problem that we are trying to solve is that there are families in Lesotho which are grieving their beloved that are dead mm. in the mine some way. But as a principle and as a practice, we do not support illegal mining in South Africa at all. Mm. Minister, where are those conversations around the 31 Basutu nationals who are dead? And, 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 and you know, one, one has to talk about, you know, their death in a dignified way as well. It doesn't, doesn't re- really matter whether they were illegal uh, in the country and whether the activity they were involved in was illegal at that particular point as well. There is still a dignity aspect that you have to engage around here. And as you said, families in Lesotho do want the return of those particular, you know, bodies. And uh, there is a grieving process whereby also, uh, you know, those families need to partake in. Where are you in that particular conversation with the with with the with the authorities in this country? Because as I would have understood it as well, Lesotho has asked uh, the South African governments to 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 re, you know recover those particular bodies uh south africa has said and i think this is from me looking at the reports that are out there south africa has suggested that at this particular point and it's being ha- and and the rescue uh efforts are in stages because of the of the gas and the methane gas uh you know substance in that particular and the activity of methane gas in those particular vents it's impossible at this particular point is there headway in that particular regard where Lesotho and South Africa and, and the authorities are concerned about, you know, a recognition that those bodies need to be retrieved and, so, and returned to Lesotho? Is there recognition of that particular aspect? We, we, we have to listen to South Africa because this is happening in the country. We have to listen to the authorities in South Africa. There has been a delegation from the Sutu government that was sent to South Africa, mm. and the guidance we got was that it's still dangerous to 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 engage in in the activity of 
getting the the, peop- the bodies out. And mm. that's the only thing we can do is to listen to the authorities in South Africa. Mm. We, we will wait. We are awaiting the guidance from South African government how this issue is going to be resolved. Mm. Is it is it is it the is it the economy in Lesotho that that would drive people into into of course the only neighbor that they have is it the economy in Lesotho and is that ultimately what's what's what what the reason is here that would drive people to the only neighbor that they have and engage for example in illegal mining in an activity that that is illegal um, what 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 is or is it a criminal force? Do you think uh, uh, you know sitting in Lesotho, uh, looking and uh, trying to understand this dynamic? Is it a, a a criminal aspect to it, or is it a, an economical driven aspect to it? I think this is a very deep um, practice. Mm. We have to understand it deeply and maybe do a proper analysis of mm. it. Mm. I, I, I won't even try to attempt to analyze it now, mm. whether it's criminal, whether it's an economic activity. But what, one thing I know for sure mm. is that for us to understand it well is to understand why it is happening, who are the buyers of mm. the gold that is coming out, who is mm. buying, who, who is buying the, this gold, and who is actually doing the, the business like that, this mm. illegal business, so that we can get to understand whether it's just criminal mm. or whether it's a somehow organized somehow, somewhere, you know. Mm. It's something that I don't think I have all the facts to to uh, to give you a proper, proper analysis of it. But I think it's about time we understand what is actually going on mm. with this illegal mining. Mm. I, think, I think South Africa has an upper hand to deal with the issue and the criminals as, the law of South African government. Mm. I think, Minister, yes. the, the assumption too is that if it's illegal uh, uh, miners from Lesotho, that the gold that they extract would be, and I think that's the point also uh, that I take away from the way, the way you answered, the, the, the extraction of that particular mineral does not necessarily have to head back to Lesotho. The buyers of that particular mineral, the gold in this particular instance, could be right here in South Africa. And so aggregated aggregated by the by the existence of who is buying the 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 the, the ultimate resource and those people could ultimately not be in Lesotho but right here in in South Africa also. So I think I think that's my takeaway from that particular aspect as well. Minister just moving on to the Onto the aspect of of health and 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 making strides in that particular, uh, you know, uh, department in Lesotho. Um, when when one does begin to read up on Lesotho, and then you 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 begin to see that Lesotho has one of the highest HIV pre, uh, prevalences rates in in the world, and and you know, amongst others, just just recent reports around around health suggested that health is one of the biggest problems that Lesotho would face in in the in in the economic space are, are there inroads being made there uh, on on both fronts in the health space and then also just on the on the on the recognition that HIV is a huge problem in that particular country I, I think over the years uh, HIV in Lesotho has been one of those pandemics that have been managed very mm. well mm. Uh, we have seen a huge reduction in infection rate, mm. and we, we we are managing those who are already infected 
very well to to increase the life expectancy. So mm-hmm. I think I think as the government, um, it is being managed very well, mm-hmm. and um, other other aspects of health. I think we are still working on 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 the right on the right strategies of making sure that we keep a healthy nation. Mm. But on the pandemics, I think we've managed HIV very well. We've managed Corona uh, mm. very well. Uh, so yeah, I think I think we are still on the right track. Mm. And any lessons from the Corona from the Corona environment that 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 the government would would take away? Of course, this particular government came in at the back end of that Corona of coronavirus, but but it was an international learning. Uh, any 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 particular learnings for this administration from that particular period? I think Corona. What we are grateful for is that it it forced all of us to to review our health system in terms of how, how much exposed we are. Mm. And we, as Lesotho at the time when corona hit, we were quite exposed. And it, it forced the country to, to start putting uh, strategies in place and money in place to ensure that it covers the gaps that are there in the health services. Mm. So that's what we are. That's where we are now. And I'm happy that at least that's, we are talking about that. We are budgeting for it and mm. we are implementing ways of closing the gaps in the health provision. Mm. Minister Rounde, as, as we begin to round up the conversation, Minister, education. Um, and, and one of the interesting stats from Lesotho is that men trail women in the, in the educational ach- achievements in that particular country. Has it, has it been historically like that? Is it, is it, is it you know, that, that more women are beginning to find their space and, and women are, are beginning to see, ed, you know, uh, take education, you know, um, well, they've always taken it seriously, but the opportunities are, are more there now. But an interesting, an interesting takeaway from the educational space is that men trail women in, in that particular environment. I, I don't quite get it. You are saying women are what? M- women, women, uh, in in in. Well, well, the stat that comes out from from Lesotho is that men trail women in, edu- oh, in educational okay, okay. achievements. There are more women who are yes. who are educated and want to get educated in in Lesotho than than there apparently are men. Oh, okay. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Uh, but but. The bottom line is that the literacy levels in the city are quite high. Mm-hmm. And yes, more women get to be more educated than men. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many variables that add to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can take it from when we, we raise children from young age, where others have to maybe dedicate time to look after animals mm-hmm. while girls will go to school. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain age, uh, men will, will start looking for jobs at a young age while women can remain mm. in the villages to continue with school. Mm. There are many variables that have contributed to that, but it is a fact that uh, women seem to be leading mm. uh, in, the, in, the, in education. They are more educated mm. than men. Is, is the slogan still the Lesotho we want, Minister, from a governmental perspective? Yes, the Lesotho we for For what? The, the Lesotho we want is 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 that still your the the, the governmental slogan uh, that 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 government works to is or or has it changed because the last time I looked uh, that particular slogan was the Lesotho want the, the the it's the Lesotho we want because the question would be and I, and it's early days and we we're talking about seven eight months in um, 
you know, uh, pos- pos- positivity about achieving the Lesotho we want for the for the people of Lesotho? Yes, the, the Lesotho we want is actually the slogan for the national reforms. Mm. Uh, we, 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 we got to sit down as a nation in, with, as different stakeholders to define the type of a country we want to have, uh, the kind of country we want to live for future generations. And it is, it is indeed uh, still the Lesotho we want that we aspire to see. Mm. Minister, Minister Murosi, I'm going to say thank you so much, Minister, for coming on to Power Perspective tonight. Um, it's 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 been an interesting uh, seven eight months, I would I would assume from from your side, and a challenging seven eight months from your side, and and no doubt, um, you know the uh, the democratic space of your term is 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 still a is still a long one for for the government as well. So I can only wish you really really uh, well in that particular journey. Um, the 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 sort of developments are really, as one of the callers would say, really really positive in that particular country. So we can only wish you well, and 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 you know the journey with South Africa as the only neighbour. I can I can I can only say that you know I I assume that that will continue to be what you what you've always thought it would be uh, a neighbourly one, Minister. Thank you for coming on to the show tonight here on Power Perspective. It's really really appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's talk again another time. Thank you. Thank you, Minister. And that, of course, is Minister Ntati Murosi, uh, all the way from Lesotho. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.